and a mouse keep running, running and 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 running, running Everybody and welcome to episode one one two one twelve of the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast. Yes, sir. I am here with Brandon. He's here. Yes. He has arrived. He, he's just late from last week. He he didn't miss the show. You were That's just right. a week late, I <laughs> think. Right. Uh, and it is getting late right now, so I'm already tired, uh, ready to go. Uh, but yeah, so you didn't go to the game today. Are you no, glad you didn't go tickets. now? Yeah, the weather yeah. was miserable, and we yeah, we it was had, really uh, windy. One of my best friends got married last night, so we we had a long day, late night. Yep. So you didn't go. You didn't get to see the Eagles yeah, try to lost. salvage their yeah, season. Why, if we were is, there and the vests were united, we, we would have obviously. That's won why. The game. Yes. Well, here's the deal. You're you're <laughs> a Bills fan. I'm an Eagles fan. We don't. We've never actually really got to you know throw shade at each other about this game because it only comes every couple of years. And and when it did the last time, I don't even think you know we were really talking a lot of football or anything like that, or even talking. I I know that we were talking, but. Uh, I don't think there was ever mentioned. So I figured that we would probably just go by and, you know, I'm not one to gloat or anything or, or talk like that. Right. What? <laughs> oh, my. But, yeah, the the Eagles needed to win. That, that was duck the from all the batteries trip. while that was chant was going. That's on right. <laughs> yes. And the snowballs. Are uh, you dressed up as Santa with that yeah. stupid old uh, freaking story? Uh, but, yeah, the Eagles had to win. So they did. And I'm still worried about them. But, hey, that's that. We're here to talk Marvel Comics. I'll tell you where you can find us. You, you'll find Brandon up in Buffalo. Yep. You'll find me in yep. Quakertown. I'm here in Quakertown right now. Awful, awful town. Uh, and you can find our uh, Twitter on the Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. We also have a site at WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com where we review all the books or almost all the books that come out. And not just me and Brandon, a bunch of other fellas do as yeah. well. So a lot I of them that have. Time. Yeah, a lot of them have varying, uh, you know, opinions on these books, and that's going to come into play at the end of this podcast because I, I, I got led astray. I think I, I think <laughs> I was sold a bill of goods of what to talk about. Uh, we also have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science, and each and every week, amongst all the other shows that we do, we have a weekly. Uh, Patreon only spotlight where two of the books are picked out of that week's books by the Fresh Start crew. And what they ended up picking last week was Immortal Hulk, or actually this past week, Immortal Hulk number 25 and Amazing Mary Jane number one. Now, when me and Brandon went to talk about and read said Immortal Hulk number 25, we realized that we didn't like it that much. And it kind of was hard to explain. It was going to be a tough discussion. Yeah. And that would be a tough discussion. So since we knew that we were not going to be able to talk that much about it because it was so wacky, uh, we ended up adding the Avengers number 25 into that as well. So it's kind of like a two and a half book spotlight. But if you want to go and listen to that, you'd have to go to patreon.com slash weird science. And I, I just finished my 
uh, last part of the Thanos War event uh, yeah. that really pretty much went through the Captain Marvel book back in the day in 73 and 74. Finish that. It's fun. I, I Rick Jones talk and Jive talk. It, well, I can never get old Sign with you that. Up yeah, that. That's yeah. the best. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, if they have that book now, I'm in. Uh, but yeah, you go over to the site, you know, see us on the Twitters, do all that. Go if you want to, wherever you get this podcast. If you want to rate and review it, that'd be cool. We're not going to beg or, or yell or have contest about it. But if you like what you, you may hear, get shade or, thrown at you if you go bad. Yeah, though. really. Well, if you don't like what you hear, you can get a hold of us first to maybe address <laughs> the problem. You know, maybe if it's something that I don't like the way they do this or something that they do that. I, I'm telling you, we are pretty open to that sort of thing and we'll change stuff if it makes sense. So you can do that. But if you want to throw shade in the review comments, stuff like that, you can do that as well. But we're going to go off and start with a book. It's a weekly book. I talked about it by myself last week. It's because, you know, Brandon was weekly. not here. Yeah, it is. And last week when I talked about it, I did say that it seemed like one of those setup kind of issues, that middle type deal where they're they're going to set some things up. You had a bunch of people. And, and that's the thing. Last issue was pretty cool with the idea where you did have a lot of people. Black Tarantula showed up. I saw a lot of people online like, who is that guy? And I like, know. I love him. And yeah, yeah. had all these. Yeah, he, he didn't last very long, no, did he? You uh, don't got to worry yeah, about so, him too long. No, and that that's what kind of got me in this issue is you, you end up really getting a huge crowd, even with the wrecking crew thrown in at the very end. And uh, yeah, you kind of thin the herd very quickly here. And I thought that that was a shame because I thought that this was like, oh, man, at first yeah. I thought it was a street level deal. You know, we have, you know, Iron Fist. We got thing, not that thing street level, but Yancey street level. And yeah. I thought, but then all of a sudden <laughs> you get Moon Knight, you get, yeah, yeah, I know. You get Moon Knight in, you get all these characters, Senior Magical. Uh, and some of them are off the table already. Uh, but. So, uh, the other weird thing about this series is they do a lot of talking about the problem and not a whole lot of solving of yeah. anything. You know, they, and what's they just weird keep is, going the to beginning. punch it and it keeps yeah. ending poorly for them. And I'm like, well, we yeah. need to try something different here, guys. And at the beginning, we actually like that they were trying to do something. Uh, but yeah, now since then, they're just going to get more people to punch it. And that's that's not working. Uh, but it is Contagion number four. And it is written by Ed Brissonard by <laughs> Damien Cosiero. And I, I'm, I wasn't that uh, pleased with the art this no, issue as well. I, I thought that it was a little off. Dive. Yeah, uh, Colors by Veronica Gandini, Letters by BC's Corey Pettit. Actually, in that, oh my. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. At, at the end <sighs> of, uh, the issue, it really, really fell apart. But uh, you end up having the rest of the Avengers were advised to stay. I'm actually going to go. Well, some turn to science. Iron Fist enlisted the help of Senior Magico and the League of International Magic Practitioners to defend Manhattan. The other remaining heroes on the ground, Jessica Jones, Sparrow, Pei, and the Thing were at a loss when the Calvary arrived. The Lecture of the Punisher, White Tiger, Black Tarantula, and Moon Knight joined the fight just as the Urchin began tearing apart Penn Station. And yeah, you end up having where at the end of last issue, yet all these new characters jump in uh you have senor magico and the members of limp as, as they uh you know we're, we're limp called, magic uh, users. They, yeah limp they were ending up they have a big barrier around so everything can be contained now that becomes a big thing in this issue 
Uh, and just the idea that they were looking for Urchin, all of a sudden Urchin came out as this, you know, girl got up out of the hospital, ended up being like super powered because now uh, Urchin has a, a trillion of these, you know, superheroes yeah. and that gets the powers, gets the, you know, all that from them. So they're and in big trouble. And then them when they hit him good. Yeah, yeah, and then even has the and the, and the thing is, the last issue you did have Johnny and Sue and Reed like, hey, talking from within Urchin, like, hey, you know, Ben, don't do it. We're in here. And he's like, no, you're not, and ended up killing that husk of an Urchin. Well, now you see that their minds are in there. You know, it's not as if you kill Urchin and you kill them, but their minds are kind of stuck in there while their bodies are rotting out and being eaten alive and can only last a week. So you set up all these stakes with this but this issue again is just them moving from one location to the next and getting more and more people infected i mean that's really what it comes down yeah. to uh that's including the whole where, series essentially yeah and including i said when tony went off he got the sample and he went off to a uh, study at Avengers Mountain, which is one of the biggest mistakes. Why take it back to Avengers yeah, Mountain? I know. Y- you don't need to do that. Y- you were already told the Avengers have to keep off the board. Don't take a sample of the bad stuff to your main headquarters. Go somewhere. Y- you're Tony Stark. You have a lot of labs. You have a yeah, lot of things should. that are contained. Yeah, you and and you so do. if you go, you know, you're in your you know Iron Man suit and stuff like that. Well, it, that seems to not even help because as he flew away, I said at the end. And, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I think everybody saw it anyway. But he ended up having some of that on the outside of his armor as he flew away to go back to Avengers Mountain. And now you see pretty much they've taken over, including Tony in the suit, which is odd. I mean, it got through the crevices, yeah. I guess, but they're all infected. So it, it seems like the, you know, the Avengers are out. And it's funny. You end up not wanting them in the book. And I said I was kind of glad because you end up having the Avengers there. They're going to save the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's Cap Plus and there's Iron Man. it keeps the cast of heroes on, on that bunch you yeah. almost wanted to focus and on. That's, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you end up, you took out the Fantastic Four because, you know, they're probably going to... Too so smart, now, easy solve. Yeah, yeah. and it's, so now you have an Iron Fist. You have a Senior Magical. If Doctor Strange shows up, and he didn't, he got infected. But if he remains not, he's going to be the big magic user. You want Senior Magical and his nonsense here. Uh, you know, his trash talk. Yeah. Uh, to be and limp. Uh, so the idea, though, of having the Avengers stay off in Avengers Mountain, we, we were fine with that. And now it seems that Ed Brisson's like, no, 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 I have to show that they're at least going to try to help. But then they get infected right away yeah, and you no. don't even see it. Don't do you only anything. have Tony go and grab a sample and go back to him and then see where Ben's trying to call them. And they're infected. Well, then you're having all the characters trying to figure out things. And you have Jessica uh, Jones down, you know, in the subway again, where she's in contact with Frank, uh, Punisher, Frank Castle. And he's going, he just comes across a bunch of people that are, you know, up on the almost like the cocoons in Alien. Yeah, Uh, they're infected. And then he gets infected. So now he's done. And I'm like, we're, we're in trouble now. Urchin now can shoot guns. That yeah. that's what yeah, you he's know, got that. deadly Be- aim. Remember, well, that's what we were laughing no about fear. before. Like, what would Tony's, you know, I guess intelligence maybe, but this, you know, Urchin seems to be pretty much, you know, not so smart anyway. And that's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't do any good with that. So uh, some of these, like, what is it going to get from Frank? But Frank's out of the picture now. He's infected. Uh, so then you go back to Jessica Jones and Luke's apartment 
and you pretty much have who's left and they only have six days they only have six like it's all just coming down to the end because it's coming down to an end but with that it just like you said it's a lot of sitting around it's a lot of talking about punching things when that hasn't worked anyway and even by the end of this issue the real big plan that we seem to have is to have Moon Knight get infected himself. Yeah, but what's he to gonna go do into, that? Like I don't he, know. they forget about that by the end of the issue, and we're dealing with, with a different cliffhanger. And I'm over, maybe I, he's just gonna do it at the last second. But again, this seems like if that's a plan, you need more than one issue to to kind of do that, resolve things. I I have a feeling. I, I guess. That's what they'll do? Yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, Moon Knight's going to get infected. And then from inside the well, mind. Because he, he has multiple personalities. Yeah. He, he feels like he can deal with all the different people inside yeah. Urchin at this and point he's gonna, in time. And he's going to let them escape. He's going to yeah. grab them and kind of phase. But I, it, it seems very odd, this plan. What I thought he was doing, because he does say, hey, Urchin's now – you know, I, I know what he's feeling right now. He got a bunch of, you know, people in his head talking and things like that. I actually thought that what he was going to do is get a hold somehow psychically of everybody inside of Urchin and have them all just say crazy stuff at the same time to drive Urchin completely insane and, and have something go on. I had no idea where he was going with it. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to get caught. I'll get infected. I'll go in the head. I'm like, I don't know. That that doesn't seem like a great plan. And if that's the, how we end it, it, it just seems a little lackluster yeah. after all. The, after pretty much, like you said, four Star, issues of it punching started, things. Yeah, pretty good. Is this this is only five, not six? Yeah, right? it's five. Yeah, okay. it's concluded yeah, because next it issue. does feel like it's going to just end out of nowhere. Like the good guys losing the entire time and no hope at all, and then. Well, you know, yeah, something and, will click their way. Yeah, and that's we get a lot of that issue. nowadays. I know. And then you have you know you have senior magical and. Yeah, and so what happens because we're heading to this last issue, you have Senior Magico and his members of Limp. They have this huge barrier, and you see out of nowhere in this, and I guess it makes sense, but it's everybody's getting tired. Yeah. And, you know, one guy falls out where Senior Magico comes in and, and you know, spells him a little while he gets uh, water. Well, then Senior Magico stay there. Stay with your members <laughs> of your, you know, deal I because agree. he leaves with them, and then they get tired and the one guy just falls over and they can't maintain the barrier. So it's just so that it can be, you know, World War Ten with the, you know, urchin and the infected come out. Because now all of a sudden you, you get a lot of changes in rules here. Not even rules, but the ideas of things about, you know, how limp all of a sudden they're tired. But also the idea that out of nowhere, I think that the minds are actually in, you know, the urchin where their bodies are okay. Like uh, before yeah. we were told by Ben, like we, we were supposed to be like ha- not upset when he well, ended that, up killing that, the one thing because they weren't really in there. Yeah. That he was and just they simulating had, They it. had so many days and these bodies were just going to be, you know, yeah. going to be And that's coming up. They say that in it. Yeah. Well, they say, yeah. And in a day, that's going to happen. So they have that. But yeah. So basically by the end of this, the barrier goes down. You end up having all of the, you know, infected coming. And even so with this, you had Reed and Sue and Johnny. They they were there, you know, being looked at in, in the Sanctum Santorum. I think they still are or at Yancey Street, whatever. But now all of a sudden they're walking the streets like they just got up. I think I, I swear to God, I thought that they were. 
uh, strapped down, but maybe they can get themselves out. But all of a sudden, that's the new rule as well is the, well, now it can control whole armies because they even say, I didn't know he could do that. You know, oh, man, this is really going to stink. And so it's now you see that we, yeah, now you see that we only had all of these crazy heroes just so that you can have this walking dead army of superheroes at the end, while you end up having urchin behind that looks like an awful like cockroach fungus thing. Yeah, he looks and terrible. yeah, I mean the the art took a dive I thought in this, and just the story is just meandering. The only good part, the part that I kind of got a kick out of was just when jessica's talking crap on everybody in their apartment <laughs> and I'm, I'm telling you like hey we with frank electra luke all these done what, what do we have and they're like hey don't forget the wrecking crow yeah <laughs> i'm like no no they forgot about the wrecking crow already long either and I like when she's like, listen, there's six of us. You know, we, we have six of us, six of us plus one D-list villain. Yeah, I'm, who's the D-list villain? It's, it's you, buddy. But yeah, I laughed at that. And and cut rate magicians, she says, but, you know, just talking crap. But yeah, it just ends then. And, you know, ready for this grand finale where it'll just be an all-out all out battle. I'm sure some of the people will, will switch over as we go. Some will touch and, you know, get it because most of these are just regular. I mean, what's Iron Fist going to do? You know, all he can do yeah, is pretty much, you know, punch, punch and, and things chi. like that. Maybe so, that's his barrier yeah, the right now. I don't well, know. at one point he was trying to, you know, heal them with his chi and it wasn't working. So you have that. You, you got Jessica Jones. I mean, what, you know, Ben is like the only one who really in this and, and Moon Knight. But Moon Knight's going to just go and, I guess, sacrifice himself to try to fix this. But uh, for a weekly series that I had been enjoying and me and you both were liking it and but it's like each week it went down a little teeny bit, right? Yep. And now this issue, I guess because it's trying to just set things up for this fifth, you know, final issue, issue, it, it yeah. just kind of fell flat for me. And because of that, I'm actually going to give it a 5.5. Uh, and sometimes I'll say like, hey, I give it a, a 7, but that's, you know, really a positive 7. This is a pretty negative 5.5. I actually read this and just thought, yeah, it's it's kind of gone off uh what what I liked about it and everything and, and the art especially that kind of takes a dive so then everything follows suit. But what would you give it? Yeah, I just I'm gonna give it a five point five at well. I just I don't find enough variety from issue to issue to to really urge for the finale of the you know, I'm sure we'll read it and we'll cover it or what but you know, it's the next issue I'm not excited for, basically. after the reading the four issues that that have been out yeah. right now. Uh, yeah. The art was a huge step back this issue. Like, I don't know. It looks like a, almost a ca- cartoonish ending. Cartoony. That, that's, that's not the thing, yeah. threatening in any way, shape, or form. No, that's what I think it was. And I, and as I say the art, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm not just saying like, oh, man, this art, uh, uh, you know, I could do that because I certainly couldn't. Uh, it's just more cartoony. Yeah, you nailed it. It definitely and so, reminds me of like a Saturday morning cartoon yeah, thing going yeah, on at yeah. the end. That's what it's like. And you're doing a story where that doesn't fit. That 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 does not fit in and, and what this, you're doing. Like infection stuff on the cover of every issue looks totally different than when you see it on the inside, where yeah. it just looks like Nickelodeon slime coming down on the top of yeah. everybody constantly. Well, you it's know? funny. Remember at that that first issue, they said, "Oh man, they they got hit, and then these rainbow things were coming pussy. out, and the, you know all this yeah. this you know even the the colors they were saying and the." Yeah, it's I think just they even slime, mentioned though. it this issue, like, oh, oh, it's mossy. I'm like, I've never got mm-hmm. the hint that this is, you know, mossy. It does look like slime. Point. Yeah. 
Yeah. It does. It reminds yeah. me of Nickelodeon Gak. Like that's what it is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a shame because I was uh, kind of enjoying this as as just kind of an aside yeah. thing. Yeah, it was and, a fun uh, th- throwaway thing for a while yeah, there, but so, it's crashing hard. So we'll yeah, see. Maybe it turns around a little bit in the finale, and they were saving some of the surprises for maybe just an issue or two too long. Because yeah, I, even I, look I do. At that. I feel like I've read the same issue since number two. Yeah, it seems. Look at that, uh, especially the cover for next issue. Uh, number five really oh, yeah. has like a it's different like a walking look. dead. Also, vibe, yeah. also, you look there, and I, you know, I know that they don't have to match up, but boy, you have already have the Avengers have shown up. Like they must have gotten the the fungus, uh, you know, Quinjet came memo. over, yeah. and then you have <laughs> Spider Man there. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. We'll have to see, but. Uh, we'll now move off, and this is going to be probably a, a pretty short episode, only because me and Aaron did get together to talk Marauders, and we had some major technical difficulties. In fact, we we went for almost an hour and a half trying to figure it out. He ended up having his computers having some issues. I think that's what did it, because we seem to be you know, doing okay now. So me and Aaron are going to return next week and actually do... Uh, two X-Men books unless this oh, is the thing man. I didn't even think about it unless one is on the Patreon spotlight and it may be because Excalibur comes out next week uh, this week was Marauders which me and Aaron both liked though we had a couple of minor you know nitpicks with it it's Kitty Pride. I like Kitty Pride, so <laughs> but right. we'll we'll end up doing that next week so i just wanted to give people a heads up if they're wondering why we didn't do that this week but that leads us now to the mail do you have the time to drive me and Brandon line? And with Science Marvel Comics at gmail.com We will read them all at the wrong turn says mail call Whether they're positive or when they are not You can give a shout out to your peeps Make fun of Brandon, but not me. It's all for the weekend show. Brandon lives in Buffalo. Now here's something to say. Yo, it's mail call. All right, and we're here with mail section one. We have two mail sections. Uh, This is the first, obviously. And if you want to mail in and be a star of the show, like Brandon, you know, you don't have to mail every week and, you know, show up with it. Like Brandon. Skip a few weeks drunk. Yeah, skip a few. It's funny, too, because we're going to end up after this, we're going to be talking about the Punisher Kill crew. And the last time that I ended up talking about it, you weren't on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ended up talking about that by myself because I ended up telling a uh, messaging Juan Ferreira uh, about like, man, I, your artist is incredible. And then he's like, oh man, I forgot to tell you. I listened to that last show when you did it by yourself. Cause Brandon wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's true. But if you want to mail in, you mail in at weird no science, Marvel comics at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, no limitations. And what we're going to, start with matt he mailed in and matt says jim and sorry brandon and he wants me to say something i'll just use the soundbite again he uh on the road to victory he says and then yes and he says jim i'm now referring to you as jim norris as you've been doing a great job on the sound effects oh my you know what that is do you understand 
Listen to that. Yes. And, and I'll tell I'll tell Matt, and if anybody else knows uh, what he's talking about, uh, my hero of sound effects is Fred Norris. He is my favorite. Uh, he's on Howard. He does a lot of other things, but the sound effects, I think he is the best sound effect guy ever. So I love that. Hey, I'm just going to hit sound effects now. Yeah, yes. No, and he show. says, climate change girl is the best. Rescind, stolen my dreams. going to have to rescind yes. the, uh, the award he just granted there oh, if you keep it my. up. Oh, uh, my. Yes. Did either of you read Spider-Man Full Circle? No. How dare you? That, that's that's <laughs> I'm the one you. I warned you about early in the week. Yeah, I was you like, did. Ugh. Everybody's <laughs> telling me it's awesome. Really? Everybody is telling me it's incredible. It's always a lot uh, of people that you know what that. it also is? 96 pages long. Yeah. And, and I, I, I spent more time this weekend trying to catch up with some books. We said we're going to try to catch up and, and yeah, add some other uh, some, books. Some past issues. I have too. And, and I'll tell you, when I was going through some of these books, I was really kicking myself that we did get behind on those and we were still talking about something like some Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, I mean, I was I was catching up on some things. I'm really enjoying them, so we'll be adding some new uh, books into the mix, or at least getting back to some that we kind of left behind. Uh, but I did not read it, but I heard it was really good. But then again, I heard King Thor was good I'll as well. You. I know. How <laughs> dare so you? We got to read uh, these for ourselves before we just hey, jump in like an issue four. You know? I know, <laughs> I know. All your favorite writers in one place. I was okay with it. But it took some time to get through it. Uh, talk to you guys later. And yeah, those are those books where they're just so long that that I would love to talk to them about them on the podcast. But that would be the whole deal. And it, it ends up being when you're going through one book for that much. And we've had those with those specials over at DC and stuff. And by the time you're done, you're just exhausted. It's like you've been beaten up. Yeah. And I just can't. So that's talk to you guys later. And that was Matt. Thank you, Matt. I'm glad that you like the sound effects and also that you wanted to throw shade at Brandon and his bills. <laughs> uh, but next is Johnny Fresno. And Johnny says, weird sciencers. I've been traveling a lot for work, so I haven't written in a while. I went to Mongolia, well, and it is not as bad as I'm people sorry. say. Have, <laughs> have you ever seen? There you go. Brandon is playing right into that. I was going to say, have you ever heard anything bad or good? I've not heard much about Mongolia. No. I, I have, I've heard of a Mongolian cluster thing. Mongolian I won't say the barbecue. Because, I've but had yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know much about Mongolia. I'm sure it's fine. He says, I'm going to pitch the Mongolian Ministry of Tourism with the tagline, Mongolia. It's not as bad as they say. <laughs> I would like that. Uh, Mongolia, we're now less awful than everybody believes, but yeah. never were. Mate. I, uh, I listen. I don't even know where Mongolia is. Like, if you ask me to name the continent, Africa? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. N- South I believe America? it's in Asia. I believe is it's it? in Asia, Brandon. I believe right. that it's yeah, an see, Asian I would, I would uh, country. That multiple yes, choice. there you go. Uh, uh, you, know. you were a teacher. This is why you taught in Baltimore. I, I do That's imports. Why. You are an importer and an exporter, I hear. There is no, um, there is nothing we've checked in that I've checked in in five years with the country of origin from Mongolia. Mongolia. I just love it. You're there, man. Love that Mongolian barbecue. Where's this from? Mexico. (laughs) What's this? 
Like, I love this. I'm like, hey, uh, you know what I just had? I just had some Texas stir fry. Well, where's that from? I should, Ca- I should have known because one of my one of my best friends when I lived in Maryland was a Filipino guy, and he loved Mongolian yeah. barbecue. That should yeah, have been my hint. Go. There you go. That's a Texas chili. Where do they make that? Alaska? What's going on here? Randall's all screwing up. Buffalo wings? Where are they from? Syracuse? That's more yeah. of an Albany thing, if you ask me, right? Is there anybody right. in the – is there any other town that you Buffalo people get mad at because they kind of claim like – has there ever been the claim like Buffalo thinks that they're good with their wings, but they didn't originate them? No, Syracuse it's, gets mad at us because we say – we always complain about our snow, but they actually get a little more than we do every year. Yeah, that's the deal. But yeah. nobody else tries to claim the crown of the wing. Yeah, no. the wing is what you no, get. they know better. Pretty much, I bet you – well, they know better because they're like that, – that, town needs something i mean really if you end up trying to take the wings from you guys you guys will riot you'll be the infected like from the united states at that point that's what i'm saying you're already in canada so uh, but i think that you guys would riot it it would be the next civil war and it's based on wings that's all it is football games around here everyone's miserable for weeks on you know until the next one and you know, that's how yeah. we roll. And, and that's why for about 15 years, the town was just miserable all the time, yeah. right? That's <laughs> all it was. It was, it was, it was it misery. Was a long it was what it was. Yeah. That I heard that, that that Stephen King novel, Misery, was actually going to be just about Buffalo at first. Well, it wasn't I, about It looks Annie. like it's snowing half the show. You, you could just yeah, set it in true. Buffalo and it'd be that no different. That is true. It doesn't change you the movie Buffalo at all. Buffalo people. So what, uh, was there wings at this uh, wedding deal? When you had the wedding, were there no, wings involved? it was involved? actually um, a barbecue. Like the, they ordered oh. a bunch of barbecue oh, buffet. Yeah. You mean you didn't get wings from the gas station for that? No, no. You told me at one point, like, is there any place, if I went, if I was in Buffalo right now, and I went to the fabric store, is it possible that they'll sell wings at the uh, the register? Is there possible I can get wings in, in, in an automotive no, store but in there Buffalo? there is basically a pizzeria every five feet, so you, you can but get wings on too. the street of oh, any. Oh, well, yeah, you, you know. get them there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, have, we have pizzerias. We have like 10 in our town and and it's it's funny because it, none of them can get everything right so if you talk to people it's like they'll go the one place for cheesesteaks they'll go another place for pizza they'll go another place for hoagies it's like the worst thing because nobody can get anything completely right just like everybody else in this town just like me with five kids i couldn't get them the right right one of them maybe i don't but he goes on then that he says, I listened to and enjoyed the main WS Marvel Podcast 111 and Marvel Patreon Spotlight 35. I was glad to see Brandon recovered in time for the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying Agents of Wakanda. My probably still scrambled. You know, I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not making promises. He says, I'm enjoying Agents of Wakanda more than you are while I don't think this series is long for the world. I'm not enjoying it. I think that that is a lot of wasted opportunities in that book. Have you, have you actually talk to me about that i think that's another book that no, i've we, talked we, twice I talked now to you about by myself one. did no, you talk about the first about one? one yeah okay i don't remember i i don't recall that. i've I read last week so i just think wasn't around to talk about yeah it, really so. <laughs> what did you think about last week just so you can have no, a second I, mean, I don't I'm, I'm it's not a series i'm excited about continuing anymore you know now, I, I can were pass you on. Were you as angry as I was at the end when you end up getting the void out of Century, which was basically the whole concept of the Jeff Lemire miniseries that we liked? Was, did that anger you at all? Because it, it infuriated me. But uh, you might not have been upset. What, what did you think of that? 
Yeah, the the whole sentry thing doesn't upset me either way. I I like when he's around, but I don't need him. I'm just saying, we we went through that whole miniseries for him to get the void connected to him, and then Fat Cobra ended up just eating it, and now it's gone and he went off. So I thought that that was kind of a diss. I was uh, upset. Yeah, even Fat Cobra, though, he's not as fun as he could be. I think it's it's the writers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fat Cobra, when we first met him. He was written yeah, by somebody else. Now he now he's yeah, it was Jason to Aaron. a different person. Yeah, it was Jason Aaron. Now it's Jim Zub. And Jim Zub is like he's concentrating on all the non fun stuff. It's just odd. It's just an odd book. But he says he's listing a few predictions of how long series will last. And he says Amazing Mary Jane. Six issues. Do you think that that is a good uh, number? I think that because it's Mary Jane, it may end up lasting a little bit more. 12. I'm not sure. I don't know. Marvel doesn't do the DC automatic auto twelve no. issue thing. Too no, no, you just don't know. If yeah. it, it's almost like one of those where you're you're ending up, and if it gets past five and six. Then you kind of breathe a sigh of relief, but then you don't know what's happening because just this past week, we knew what was going on with Invaders, but it was officially announced it's done at 12. So you do have these these books that do end up. But yeah, once you get past a five or six, it seems like they'll just let it go. And then all of a sudden it doesn't show up in a solicit. And then people ask, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's done. But yeah, Yeah. I think Amazing Mary Jane will last a little longer only because it's Mary Jane. And I think they'll try to get that going. Black Cat, he says, a weird nine issues. He says nine issues. Now, in the meantime, that's one of the books I caught up with is Black Cat. And I don't know, it might be something that I'm the only one, but I'm actually really enjoying it. I was having a lot of fun yeah, with liked, it. Uh, uh, I think we yeah. even liked the second issue when we... Yeah, we did. And uh, we ended up not, and I ended up catching up to the next two, and I, I was really enjoying it. But I don't think that that's going to be long for the world as well. I would say I, nine sounds good, but I don't know that they would just stop it at nine. So, But uh, do you think that's going to last anything like past a twelve? No, I don't think any of those that he mentioned are going to be long for this world. Black Panther and the Agents of Wakanda, he says five issues. I think that's right on. We we should have done this over under. Uh, I think that's a spot on number. Uh, And then he says Strike Force, 12 issues. No way. That's not going 12. I've tried to, I, I wanted to talk about that again tonight and I can't do it. I, I've read these now and I'm just like, oh my God, I, I just don't like that book. That it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's that, you know, team with Blade and Spider. You know, you got a weird team oh, that, that first again should be wacky. Oh, it was a mess. And the second one, I couldn't even get through. I really couldn't. You know, some people out there like it, I guess, and probably are mad at me now. But you save me $4 on Amazing Mary Jane number one. Your review was more entertaining than the comic itself. <laughs> I like how and that was on the Patreon. I like how you tried to do justice to Immortal Hulk number 25 <laughs> as the bad butts. Oh, I'm glad they uh, enjoyed like that. Says, I, tried. I tried to do it justice. But that issue was just a jumbled mess and a double issue at that. I admit to not understanding everything that goes on in Immortal Hulk, I usually feel I can follow the main story, and I miss some of the nuances or nonsense, depending on how you look at it. But I had no idea what's happening in Hulk number 25. I have a theory that Al Ewing is not a real guy. It's a pen name. 
uh, Marvel uses for a pool of other writers. This describes how books at, uh, attributed to Al Ewing can be really good. Brandon mentioned the Ultimates. Uh, I love that series as well. Yeah. Or just plain fun, such as Contest of Champions and U.S. Avengers. Or Whacked Out Weirdness Hulk 25. I think Hulk 25 was the product of bad AI program. And it's funny that's mentioned uh, because I don't know if Johnny knows, but at one point they ended up making that uh, you know pseudo script from an AI of a Batman yeah. movie. Uh, and now they're going to turn it into a comic, supposedly. So that should be entertaining. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, thanks for making great pro- uh, podcast. I enjoy every episode, says Johnny. And thanks, Johnny. Um, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep the train going. I've friend. done we're on just all 109 on of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but we're going to go on now to a book that I actually really, really do like. And it's become one of those books that and and I'm telling you, I love Juan Ferreira, and usually anything that he draws, I'm gonna love the book at least for that. And so, uh, because he's on this, this is a book that when it was first announced, the Punisher Kill Crow, uh, spawning out of the War of the Realms, I thought, oh man, really, like more War of the Realms, and and doing the math, which I do on my my fingers, you know, uh, August, September, October, I'm going down the line, like, boy, this is gonna end way past the time that the War of the Realms ended. So I was like, I don't know about this. But reading it, it really, I think if you're not reading this and you did like Cosmic Ghost Rider, I think you get a pretty similar vibe where it's just a fun book of just, you know, people bashing each other and killing each Call other. and just the the other random things. Yeah. And- yeah, and just the setup of this was, if you're not familiar, is, and I guess maybe they even say it in this. So I'll just go into this. This is Punisher Kill Crew number four. I was going to do some work on my own. I'm a sucker. Yeah. Written by Jerry Dugan, art by Juan Ferrer, letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Uh, in the fall of the War of the Realms, Frank Castle, known as by many as the Punisher, was on a mission of vengeance for the war orphans whose families were killed by monsters and for Frank Jones, a father who lost his family to the frost giant Kasalikla. While hunting the monsters on his list, that might be Mongolian, according to Brandon, (laughs) on this list, and that would be in South America. While hunting the monsters on his list, Frank found and rescued two prisoners of war, New York lawyer Foggy Nelson and the unstoppable juggernaut. And I'm telling you, I liked the, the book the minute they got juggernaut. It it went up like ten notches. It really like just it's this just this so, team. A crazy cast of people. It's in this so book. crazy. They've joined Frank the Juggernaut willingly, Foggy less so, as he now travels to Swaltenheim to recruit the Black Knight wielder of the Ebony Blade, the only weapon capable of breaching the bunker where Castlecla has taken refuge. I'll never be able to pronounce that name. It's but yeah, so all of this. It is. All of this, now you can pronounce it, you know, way past the deal. Uh, All of this is is just Punisher going. And I love the idea that everywhere Frank goes, you run into the next person, Juggernaut. Now it's it's going to be a Black Knight where they end up, you know, hey, I'm not going to be involved with you. Here, look at this. And they all look at the pictures these little kids drew. All right, who's next? And I really like that. Uh, Also, just seeing Juggernaut get out of the van and because he, he doesn't it's have like a much clown room. car it's yeah. hilarious it is it's so hilarious you even see you know there, there's a big bul- bulbous thing on the top where 
he has pushed through the roof and all this stuff. But yeah, they found out. They ended up going back to, you know, Earth to find out where Black Knight was. Foggy thought he was going to be able to get off, and he wasn't. They went off to Swaltenheim to get Black Knight, and they show up, and it's just gory blood yeah, all over the place. He's chopping elves in half yeah, by oh, the yeah. head. And, and so he's kind of on his own little mission there, which is kind of kind of the same deal kind of you know it goes very well with what they're doing but they kind of have to convince him to join them fully and you know he looks at these pictures and he's like all right let's roll and they go off to uh nowhere is where they end up being uh and it's just they're they're there to you know figure out where some of these guys and we're going through this quick here because you want to get to the big bad because this is almost over you know we only have one more issue so they go and they're in this bar and they end up just ripping through this whole bar and again you have juggernaut just squashing people and my, and i love too is as they kill the next person down the line you know the next evil thing that did all this damage during war of the realms frank takes a picture of them and he's like yeah you know what? Even's going to sleep better at night seeing this and through the whole thing. Foggy's like, I, I don't show think this so. He's yeah. like, I really don't think that's going to work. I mean, they're, they're going to have more nightmares, aren't they? And so you go into this, though, where you end up where Foggy's even like, you know what? I'm kind of hungry. I could use some wings. There's the tie-in to old <laughs> Brandon there. And they do just start eating this awful stuff. I know. I don't at know what that bar. is. And it's cool, too, because, I mean, really, here's the deal. If you do look here for this little bit of time, uh, Juan has made Foggy Han Solo completely, which I love. He has the vest, but he's also got Han's blaster there. I don't know if you'd know that, Brandon. You're not as cool no, as me. I have no that idea. you'd realize that that's know, Han's blaster. I did notice right the there. shining call out later on with, with Frank yeah, sticking yeah. his head oh, through yeah, the yeah. door. But right here, Foggy is 100% Han Solo, and I like it. Uh, so the, and they're even you could even say that's the cantina. Uh, there, it's just a little more bloody. More more limbs are being severed than just an arm uh, from a lightsaber. There, but yeah, they're eating this awful stuff, and and I like Juggernaut might be now my my soulmate. He might be, you know, if he could be my, you know, soul spirit animal, though he's not an animal because he says I've eaten worse by accident. And I'm like, I know what you mean, Juggernaut. I, <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm right with Been you. There, done uh, but yeah, th- yeah, really. And they're all just eating and going. So they end up going off again. And again, this is just like, you know, vignettes of them showing up places and going. And even here they show up where this one, you know, evil, you know, fire elemental elf type, he, he ends up and he's like, you can't, you know, do anything to me. And then they just chop off his head and laugh. And it makes me laugh. And then Foggy catches on fire. And then they're like, Foggy, stop goofing off. And we go. Now, I mentioned Foggy before because I wanted to, you know, point out that he is a Han Solo character here with the way he is dressed. Suddenly, and this is not verified, but I will like to say that he suddenly becomes more and more like Eric Shea as we go on <laughs> with that headband. And I'm telling you, at one point, he looks like Eric at one point. He, nobody knows what that looks like, but I do, and it looks exactly like Eric dressed up as Han Solo. Um, but yeah, when when you have Juan, what he does a lot of times too, he's very good at the spread pages, very good at the action. So when you're going through this, it's 
a very quick read. It is. Uh, but the, the art's incredible. And, and the best page to me is definitely where you have that spread page with Frank in the middle. And then you just see just gore all over, including that's when, uh, you know, they end up killing this awful thing that also looks like it's from Star Wars, even maybe even Watto. And uh, <laughs> you end up where he, Frank takes the picture. And you can't be taking these pictures. You're not going to show them to. He's like, yeah, I am. But the best alien is the next one. And this guy, he's like, I, I don't even know how you can explain it. What is he, a piranha yeah. with shark Some of the aliens arms. in this and, are awesome looking. Yeah. And uh, he ends up at this point. He, he's got bling on. He's got, on. Like he's buff, got, the, he's got buff he's, arms yeah. on the bottom and then like T-Rex arms in the middle. Yeah. And then he's like a piranha. He's got an Indiana Jones head on. He's got a uh, wizard's robe on, but he's also got gold, uh, you know, with the New York. He's got a New York chain on and then says, I don't know what you're t- New New York. I, I don't know what you're talking. I've never been to mid He's there with this necklace on. And uh, yeah, that's when you end up having a uh, Frank's like, they got in New York here, uh, you know, because you, you have that necklace, you jerk, and he just, just destroys them. He just cuts them in half. Yep. Uh, and that's where you end up where Juggernaut is going to pick up these jewels that he ends up dropping. This guy is all, I'm telling you, this guy's all about the bling. He's got all the things there, and they all kind of fall down, and Juggernaut's going to grab them. And that's where Foggy says, no. Anything Donate that we grab, kids, we're going to yeah. put it to the kids. So I like that. Um, but that's where they get down to the final name on the list, the name that I can't you know, pronounce, but they're heading off uh, to get him, the, the biggest of the bed, who was the one that threw that car to go yeah, and kill issue one kill frank and ended up you know missing and ended up going in even the war of the realms deal so you end up this is where they were going to all along they're going and i like the idea that when we go into this you have them there this castle claw he's there and he's talking he doesn't know who frank is he just calls him the skull, skull because of yeah. his you know his shirt and he's just talking it's like this is what he's been thinking of all the time he's like you know i i'm gonna wait we have to wait till the skull is dead and in hell to go back and do things i'm just gonna sit here i'm gonna wait it out and they do end up going in and just basically juggernaut breaks through actually and then this guy has a uh pretty much a missile launcher and, and it's just an all-out battle they start fighting him this guy's pretty tough though yeah. and actually he's got the upper hand through this because he ends up pretty much blasting juggernaut who then goes off and hits everybody else as he's flying back and then a knocked out frank you end up having foggy trying to pull him out of the you know away and, and the safety uh but Casalaka, he ends up grabbing him and then basically he's like you know what i'm gonna take him i'm just gonna eat him i should have done it all along i don't know why i was afraid of him anyway but yeah you end up then where Foggy's just, he seems to be, you know, running off, but he does say, I know what to do. But then he's like, ah, as he's leaving, trying to get yeah, there. I don't, so I we'll don't see who he's off to get. I know, oh, he's yeah, I don't know who he's thinks? going to get. I, okay. I would assume that he's going. And I, I'm saying, I think that he's yelling maybe because he just wants to go home and now he's going to have to go home to get somebody else to come back. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a crazy book. It's great. And even at the next issue, they don't reveal, uh, you know, anything crazy, but you, you see the whole team just covered in guts. And that that is pretty much 
most of the book is them covered in guts, but the art's incredible. I, I think the art's, you know, one of the best. Uh, and he's getting better and better, I think, if, if you ask me from what we've had before. And I'm not saying it wasn't, you know, good before, but I really enjoy this. I like the panel layouts, all of that. And I always will. I'm a, I'm a fanboy, but I also like the fun of the story. And it's one yeah, of those where I can read. Story. And it's just action. It's like an action movie deal. You just have it going on. You have some fun with it. Uh, It's gory fun. So I enjoy it. I I recommend it to anybody who likes that sort of thing. Uh, Because of that, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, Because it keeps giving me what I want from it. It's just fun. I get some chuckles. Juggernaut's hilarious every issue that he's in with it. And I like seeing Juggernaut in this different, you know, mode. Uh, Black Knight ends up joining up, not really doing much. Yeah, he doesn't so say a I, I can't lot, say that. He's pretty yeah, cool he hasn't done he much. Does. But yeah, he's cool to look at. Also, when you see the horse on top of the van, that's kind of funny. You know, you have some things like that. But what would you give it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.8. I, I just oh, have my. fun. I have fun reading it, but it's not, it's not anything crucial or super important oh, that, that I find. I, I really enjoy the my art. Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and the splash pages are some of my favorite when one one does splash pages like that with yeah. Frank's head in the middle with the helmet on he looks all sweet and then, and then there's just yeah. craziness going on all around his his horns and stuff and yep. that, that was probably my favorite page this issue so What's that, friend? I just said this. Yeah, seven. I thought I could shame you up to an eight. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, But yeah, I I like it. But we're going to go off now to talk a little more mail. Welcome to Sexy Time with the Coffee Hunter. Today, you'll be listening to a scene from Old Man Logan, issue 13, from 2016. After surviving the Wastelands, a future where villains rose up and took over the world, Old Man Logan awoke in the present, determined to prevent the deaths of his wife and children. Although he's accepted his past, he is still haunted by his lost family. Logan had met his wife Maureen at the Weapon X facility which was settled by a group of survivors. They developed a romantic relationship. After they escaped a group of ninjas called the Silent Order, Maureen told Logan that she wanted to go back to North America and that she was pregnant. Look at me, Maureen. This is over. All of it. I will never be that thing again. I will never be Wolverine again. I never want anything more than to be with you. I know that's crazy. Everything I've been through. Everything I lost. But I take one look at you and all I see is what could still be. You make me want to start again, Maureen. So you're damned right I want our baby. A man and a woman had a little baby. Yes, they did. Everyone's listening to the emails from you. You're 
Yes, Brandon, let's go with Dino first. This is Hi, Jim, and maybe just Jim. Oh, a little no, shade. this week. Did you see in January we get Avengers of the Wastelands with a Danny Cage as Thor? And yes, I do. And I talked about it on the, the Patreon news show. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I that said maybe cool. Dino is as well. I said that me and you were the only ones that would be looking forward to it, Brandon. Uh, but yeah, it, it was weird, too, because I got the news uh, item from Newsarama and they ended up not even understanding even what they were reporting. I actually got angry <laughs> because they're like, yeah, there's some guy in the Ant-Man thing and maybe a Hulk. And I don't know what that means. I'm like, it's all yeah, set it's, up in issue 11. Yeah, I'm like, it's all set up. It's yeah. all ready to roll. I mean, if, if you know, and then they end up uh, quoting, like saying, and here's the solicit, which then also explains everything in it. I, I got a little uh, triggered by it, but I don't know if you remember, but I totally said we need her to get a series in previous mail i could be like eric and go i don't remember that that's what he always does anytime <laughs> i get anything right uh but no i remember uh, and i actually is like i don't know if they're gonna want that <laughs> like who's gonna want that uh it is funny too someone always does i th- I, ke- I keep wanting to call it dead uh what was i gonna call it like dead man avengers or something or you know uh, old man avenger but it, it is danny so you can't really have the man part i guess so that's why it's avengers of the wastelands uh, but yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that I don't know. Uh, you do more of the sales deal, uh, but we both both of us kind of fell off a bit on it. But yeah. I can't think that Dead Man Logan was selling that much that no. you would think that they needed to have a spinoff. I, I think it's no. I thought cool. that that was the end of the yeah. The Dead Man. That's what stuff I thought. For a while. Yeah, I, I thought I think it's kind of cool. But now I'm starting to think like, you know what? Uh, Danny getting the the Molnir, it did kind of just kind of happen. You know what I mean? They end up in that town that yeah. just so happens to have Molnir in the middle. And so around it was built a town celebrating superheroes just for her to get hit, to fall right to there and then get it. And I was like, yeah, that does seem now it seems a little forced. It does, in my mind, take a little bit away from that moment, seeing that maybe that was just to set up a book. Um, but I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm a, I, but, but what about, uh, you know, Logan? Why isn't he in that Avengers team, Brandon? Does this, does this mean he dies in I Dead Man Logan? I can't believe it. I can't, spoilers. Looks like Marvel does listen to your show. No, they don't. No. I'm telling you, I I try to get, you know, my family to listen and they won't. How they, you know, I don't think that Marvel is. How awesome did you guys think Marauders was? And you wouldn't read that, right? You are not reading yeah. any of the X books. Like I said earlier, me I'll and read Aaron. Wolverine when it comes out. Yeah. Well, Wolverine's in that. Uh, you end up having me and uh, Aaron were talking about this and talked twice about it and both times failed. Uh, so I'm going to answer one thing here of what me and Aaron will still say next week, but I'm going to spoil it. I, I should just make it like it was my thought. It's more of Aaron's, but he says, I seriously loved it. Kitty, a.k.a. Captain Kate Pride, because she's Kate now. 
she goes by Kate. Also, she's she's a pirate captain, it seems, was phasetastic. <laughs> I loved how Jerry Dugan used her mutant abilities for offense and attack rather than the usual defensive use of phasing. That was one of my favorites that I told Aaron. Best hands down was the grocery list from Logan. Now, Aaron did say to me, this doesn't really make a lot of sense because Logan can th- go through these doors. He can go get things. And in fact, you have seen them bring things through the doors. So if you're going to say that they can't bring groceries through, they did up, up bringing that zip drive through earlier when Mystique, uh, Toad, and Sabretooth went yeah, to get that's that. actually that the one issue through. I read. And yeah. that went through. Also, their clothing goes through as well. So you can't tell me that material items can't be had. And with that, this grocery list that Logan gets, it is funny. I actually thought it was the best part. You know, it's one like of the beer, best beer, parts. Beer, 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 she beer, ends bread, up what, beer. What the basic thing is that uh, Kitty can't use the doors. Something's wrong. Krakoa won't recognize her, at least to go through these doors. So she ends up coming in a boat. And Logan has given her a grocery list that includes, you know, uh, multiple things of alcohol, but also different types of food from different places. And I can only it, the the things that he was making her go after stealing a boat's ridiculous. And also, again, it seems that you can bring things through. So I don't know why. Wolverine wasn't just going around and, and going through doors and getting himself. So it, I think that it was there for fun, but it didn't really make much sense. Uh, what are your thoughts of the book and how do you rate it compared to X-Men number one, uh, Pox and Hawks? Uh, I like it uh, a little bit more than X-Men number one because I like the team. Again, this is kind of, you know, talking ahead of time since we will have it next week. But I, I love Kitty Pride. I think that I, I like her kicking butt. I think that that's a cool deal. She's a captain. Uh, you end up having her not being able to go onto the island, which seems a little forced to do this, but I like the whole concept. Plus, the book has the concept of uh, some of the mutants aren't able to, you know, go to these doors because they're being kept from it. The doors are being, you know, uh, guarded and things like that. So this is like that. And I said when me and uh, Aaron finished the second time uh, that it's the X Men version of the A Team. So I'm all down with that. But yeah, I, I actually like this the most of all the books that I've read so far of it. And he says, thanks, Dino. And you will not, you'll never read that, right? You're no. never going to read it. I, I'm just really not interested in this whole new X-Men world. It, it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't peak anything. But it's a I brand new world they, yeah. as they sing. They can, a brand they, new they can keep world. It. Shall I start singing it to you? <laughs> the X-Men. Uh, next is Tony. And thanks, Dino. And I, I, me and me and Aaron are planning on doing all the books, the X-Books. So, uh, you know, until they really get nonsense. And there's some writers involved that I'm not a huge fan of. So we'll see how that goes in like one next week. Tony's next and says, hi, hello, Jim Brandon, the ghost of Double A-Ron, as well as everyone in the Fresh Start crew. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Yep. He says, since moving down to Florida, apparently it takes more than just sweating to lose weight. Been going back to the gym and boy, feels good to be going back. <laughs> Really? That sounds like a lot of work. Goal is for next year to go to cosplay to Comic-Con, but not have a body like Batman of China. Well, you could still go as Batman of China, right? Sounds like you just solved this problem right there. I mean, the last time I went, I went as I was going to go as Magneto. And when I showed up, they're like, either you're Juggernaut or you're the Blob. And then I started crying and ran away. 
That's what I did. And that didn't happen because I will never go to any Comic-Con, especially dressed up because I don't like crowds and I don't like attention on me. Feel like I should be writing. But, you know, if they ended up having like a really good buffet there, then I'd have to change my mind. Feel like I should be writing emails like uh, at most a day after I read the issues for the week, mainly because drawing a huge blank on what books read. I read this week besides Marauders, Mary Jane, Amazing Spider-Man, Ghost Spider and Avengers. That's enough, right? But wow, Marauders truly loved it. And more I read it, more theories I have about Kitty or Kate. Definitely my top three of favorite X-Men. And for a while, seemed like majority of the X-Men we were seeing were just the basic X-Men that the general public knows. Not the biggest Storm fan, so could care less if she's on the team. And she's kind of just on the team there, I think, to just accept kitty kind of but don't recall seeing gabby on a roster for any upcoming x-men books she'd be great in that book she would uh it's funny too because the way kitty uses her abilities to be on the offensive she kind of comes off a little bit like gabby and i maybe i'll switch allegiances if we don't get (laughs) enough gabby but this is the first time that i enjoyed an x-men book since house of x1 after that all the x books afterwards just had not been my cup of tea think i made it till issue four of house and powers before just throwing in the towel some of the year thousand and and hundred really uh, were getting too much for me. Uh, That's why I said the uh, Hulk 25 ended up seeming a lot like that year 1000 stuff. And it it was killing me, even though it's not related, but it just had that vibe, the vibe that annoys me. Now this might be one of the few times that we don't see eye to eye on the book, Jim, because when I read Marauders, Ghost Spider and Mary Jane all back to back, my day got so much better. Three of my favorite books for this week from both Marvel and DC. Mary Jane was just a fun read, he says. Ugh. Me and you just thought it was goofy and, and not like goofy it. in a fun way. I, I needed no. more Mary Jane and less Mysterio. And, and it'd be different if we hadn't been pretty much under a deluge of Mysterio, uh, you know, in the past six months. Yeah, especially He's like once we get... And some people I, aren't reading that symbiote Spider-Man. We got that to that. Issue and then, we're just yeah. Mary Jane complaining about her dialogue in a movie that yeah. shouldn't have had many lines to begin with. Yeah, really. As long as the, the kindred teaser. stays out of this run, I'll be enjoying it. Yeah, I, I say it ties in. At this point, if you're if yours are someone who have been enjoying the kindred stuff, then you have some great patience because with 32 issues in, would have at least expected them to be the big bad somewhere between issue 16 and issue 21. At this point, I am putting Nick Spencer in the Tom King category. I'm just waiting to hear the announcement. He has a hundred issue story arc. Maybe we're in the middle of it. Thank yeah. you. Uh, or think the one thing that annoyed the crap out of me in Avengers book uh, was it felt like Cosmic Ghost Rider didn't feel like Donny Cates' Cosmic Ghost Rider. And that is one book I'll highly recommend. And so do we. But that's not even the first time he's shown up since then. And he was in the Cosmic Ghost Rider Destroys the Marvel Universe. And that that was not that good. That was terrible. Yeah. yeah. And, and it almost goes with the idea that – Cosmic Ghost Rider is one of those, you know, lightning in a bottle things, because when other people have gotten a hold of him, uh, we have not enjoyed him that much. Uh, at least he does in that Avengers deal. He doesn't do much at all, no. but he didn't do enough to annoy me. I just want it more. And then he takes off. Yeah, and then he's like, smell you later. Well, that's it for this week. Don't know about you, gents, but can't wait till uh, next week with final issue of Superior, and we see what is Otto's fate. I think it's just a full reset. Uh, Venom, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, which is one of the books that I didn't realize I had fallen so far behind. I, I don't, I, we which just one? stopped talking about Amazing. it. Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. 
Oh. Uh, we we were issue and issue and behind. I mean, yeah, I think Just we were like four or five, but not much happens. But I like them. I ended up catching up with that and actually was having some good times with that. Uh, Savage Avengers. Uh, yeah, end up having a pretty good arc with the Prowler that we missed out on because we weren't uh, talking about it. You you love the Prowler, right? What and, Savage uh, Avengers? Sad, no, in uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Oh, I was going to say, I'm caught up in Savage Avengers. I don't yeah, remember No, the Savage product. Avengers. No, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man hold a whole thing with Hobie and the whole, uh, you know, center for the people who, you know, need help that Aunt May yep. was dealing with. Aunt May goes out and buys some wigs. You know, good stuff. Oh, and uh, no, Savage Avengers is a weird one. We have an annual next week. Yeah. An annual. Yeah, the book's been Six out for five in. months, you know, yeah. whatever. And you get an annual. And uh, Red Goblin. And I don't know if this is the place to tell you, but I have volunteered you to, to review Red Goblin because it was set on my plate. I'm like, who the heck decided that I'm going to be reviewing Red Goblin? Really? Red so Goblin I, I, what? He's not even I, a character right now. It, it's actually like a, a Red Goblin Red Drain or something. I don't know. It's, it's just some one-shotters. I, I have no idea about it, but you're reviewing it. So I still don't need to, but maybe we'll talk we'll about see. it on the podcast. <laughs> I'll be doing the Savage Avengers annual, though, uh, which when – I saw that to make sure Marvel wasn't doing their own Year of the Villain. That's what it reminds me of. I actually was going to say, it's like one of the Year of the Villains, it looks like. Uh, recently, a former co-worker of mine gave me his Marvel Unlimited login information. And the missus wasn't so happy, as she likes to say, you shouldn't give an addict more drugs to use. And that's pretty much, that's good. That's Keep that's a good quiet. thing to, to do. Never take Brandon anywhere. There's wings or beer. But <laughs> hey, and now I can finish up my Ultimate Universe reading. Next up is Ultimate X-Men by, strangely, Nick Spencer. Had to skip a couple comics. Wasn't digging the story done uh, by none other than Hickman. Have a great rest of your weekend. And remember that if you're fat, you are still in shape. Uh, last time I checked, round is a shape. I say that to Eric a lot. I give him shade with that. Um, but we're going to go off to the last book of the night and this is a book that i'm going to lean heavily on brandon because it is king thor number two and i did have a bunch of people recommend this i had a bunch of people not even just recommend it but saying it's one of the best books out it's one of the greatest things ever i think that they ended up saying that if your car broke down that this book would actually you know come give you a it would fix your car for you give you a ride back and then give you 50 bucks just because it's nice that's how good they were saying this book was i think that this book the way they were saying could cure diseases i mean this and i went to read it obviously this is number two so we had to catch up i read the first issue and what i was also told was the first issue is a little off but things pick up in the second issue so i'm like oh okay so i go and i'm reading the first issue and i am not a thor fan if you've been listening to this podcast you'll know that um one of the big things is thor speak drives me nuts not a lot of thor speak in this so i'm like okay i read the first issue i'm not i don't have any tie in with say gore the God of God Butchers. I, I really have not read yeah, anything. I haven't read all of Jason, Jason Aaron, Aaron stuff. Thor that's what I'm run. saying. I yeah. haven't read all that. But I have enough of a background just for seeing things in, say, the Avengers leading into the War of the Realms where we got the Girls of Thunder. And I'll tell you, I love them. I, I could read a book with them anytime. I also am a fan of Loki. I'm also kind of a fan of Thor. But 
The thing is that first issue I actually enjoyed. I actually thought, okay, well, we're continuing the stuff that we saw before. We we you know, and you'll say, you told me before, when we'd all go to the end of the world sort of thing with Thor and King Thor here. This is something that has been drawn out over years. You know, yeah. you, you keep getting things with this. And I was always enjoying those kind of endings. You'd have that little snippet at the end of an issue and things like that. So I, I was enjoying those, even though I had no idea what was going on. And so this first issue with the Girls of Thunder, I'm like, all right, I am here. And then it ends with Gore coming back you know a huge thing and then we, we kind of start off here in the second issue and i was so bored it, it was just yapping and yakety yak back and forth and it, it, it's one of those things mind the talking so much it's just that they repeat the same things they start <sighs> uh, saying over and over again and I'm, then the thor and loki stuff is even I don't know, like Thor, do you trust him or do you not trust him? Stop changing yeah. your mind within the same yeah, issue. And then, and- you, you know, one of the big twists here is, hey, Loki, when mom was dying, you know what she said? She said her biggest regret is ever liking you. She hates your guts. And then at the, oh, Loki, now that we're dying, I was lying. Mom told me, never give up on you. You go down. I'm like, he is the biggest flip-flopper there yeah. ever was. That's That's why, actually... For the most part, I do like Loki because he's a liar. You know, we, but you know that he's always going to turn on you, but yeah, everybody knows that it, it's never liar. a surprise. <laughs> and so what I like it, a Loki the most is he is, you know, the God of anybody that is me because I love to cheat when I play any game. I love to lie about stuff, all the stuff. And Loki is able to do it, and nobody learns. They they know what he's doing. They know that he's a jerk. They know he'll lie all the time. But yet they always seem, to, and especially Thor, always seems to think it's the last time. Yeah. Like you know he's what, brother? Be better I knew there was some good in you. <laughs> he turns on him. But but that's the thing. And what's funny, and what Jason Aaron does do a really good job at. Uh, you know, before I start saying you know, nonsense, uh, negative stuff again, is you end up having Loki where he is a bit of a one-trick pony. He really is. It's like there's a lot of characters like this, but the way Jason Aaron doesn't, and when you do him well, you end up where the lie, where the trick, it can't be the obvious trick. He He has to have tricks within tricks, within a prank, within, you know, a a knock-knock joke is what you need to have. And he does do that pretty well. The problem in this is it's just for the most part through this issue – they're you know pretty much crucified and talking to each other and then they get that and it just keeps going back and forth and if you're not a fan of the the three characters thor loki or and gore combined i think that this just isn't a book for you so that means it's not really a book for me i mean the the idea of gore being back in this fight it would be, I, I can tell, it's a lot more impressive if you have a background of the characters and a background of what it all means and all the things they've gone through. If you don't have that, I think that it falls flat. And it fell flat for me, but I'll give you the the credits. And then I'm going to, it's like if, if I went, me and you, and you're a UFC guy, right? You, you love the UFC. Yeah, like you're always, I I you're always tell you a telling player. me. <laughs> Actually, how about this? How about you love the... um you love that weird fight thing that they have once a year. What is that uh, one yeah, that you that always tell me about? Yeah, yeah, the I rough and that. rowdy deal. But you like that. But even if you're a fan, I'll go back. That's nonsense. I'll go back to UFC. You have UFC and you have two guys that are fighting, you know, next Friday. 
And you're fired up because these guys have been fighting each other. This is their seventh fight. Uh, they, they are three and three. They they split it down the middle. These these guys end up every time they fight, one person's off in a stretcher. And the one guy ended up killing the other guy's sister while oh, the no. other guy pulled the guy's pants down and shamed him and then punched his dad. You know, yeah. but I just show up for this fight without knowing any of that. And I just see a fight where the person who knows all that other stuff, it means so much more. You know, you're like, oh, my God, I wonder if he's going to pull his pants down this time and, and punch that guy's cousin and stuff like that, where I'm just like, oh, well, they're fighting. OK, and maybe the fight isn't even that good. It's just this background and then the history of it uh, going on, almost like the Eagles and Bills playing today and the Eagles winning. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. I just wanted to bring it up. But that's how I feel going into this. And we have a bunch of books. And unfortunately, even though, you know, we have this Marvel podcast, I, I have not read a lot of Jason Aaron Thor. So I just that that's on me. So if you like this because of the connection of the characters, then you, you are going to like it more than me. And then you are a luckier person than lazy old me. But I'm going to give it. It is King Thor number two, chapter two, Gore and the Last of the Gods, written by Jason Aaron, art and cover by Isad Rabik, colors by Eve Zvorchsina, and letters by VCs Joe Sabino, and logo by Jay Bowen. I wanted to throw that in. And you don't really get a back, uh, you know, a recap page here. You just get a rundown of the characters involved. Um, so when we go in, Brandon, take it away, because I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen to all the stuff that you're going to say. Yeah, well, I, like, I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than Neil Gore, <laughs> Gore shows up and, and Thor is totally surprised. You know, he thought he, he got rid of this guy a long time ago. He saw he saw him die. So that's a little bit of, um, you know, he, he gives some secrets uh, throughout the issue about how he's come back. And I don't know, it seems a little symbiotish if you, if you ask me. And that's kind of what all this, um, you know, the the dagger that he has and what this whole yeah, future story has been all things, about. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it acts a little bit like that anyway, because it's originally come from Null as, as Donny Cates has tied things back uh, all yep. the way to the Venom story in the beginning of time and stuff. So, you know, uh, Loki freely gives up what piece he has of it to Null or no, uh, to Gore here. And, um, you know, so Gore's now all powerful. He's got all this, all this necro sword. And I, I don't, I don't really know what happens as a result of that, though. They don't make it too clear. He seems just as powerful, not really any more powerful than he was to begin with. Um, it's a little confusing, even what Loki's purpose for giving this, giving him this is because he wants him to kill Thor, but. Loki really wants to kill Thor, and and it's yeah. something that gets yeah, bounced back around and back and yeah. forth throughout this issue. Really confusing. And it's, it's a weird deal because, yeah, Loki has the idea, you know, the plan of I'm going to kill well, he, Thor, he's the then one that he's going to kill me. Uh, what's his name, too? Uh, I keep forgetting. Gore. I want to keep calling him Null. <laughs> no. Yeah, Gore. Yeah, he, and, and it seems like the Necro Sword is kind of this deal, like as long as that survives, he survives. You have all that going on. Uh, and this is at the end of time. Uh, one one of the things that I did think was kind of cool is that Thor, you know, because he's a good guy, he ends up, you know, making another Midgard where they are. And, you know, the, yeah, this thing's been around for a little and, bit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I enjoy that. You, you do get a little bit 
of the you know the sisters of thunder the girls of thunder where they are they were there at the library they ended up and this is from the first one they end up getting the book uh that will end up you know should give them a plan there and you do have them reading ellie is you know reading things trying to figure out because she was told to go back to the beginning but even that is just kind of like just thrown in there a little. Yeah, we're we're like getting trips story. and traps. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that's going to end up being a lot more important as they go. But it, I just like when Ellie's riding and they're heading towards Earth and she's riding there just reading the book. It, it just reminds me. I don't know why. It reminded me of when uh, my kids were little and, you know, one of the kids was in the back seat reading and the others were just screaming and yelling and getting <laughs> the one upset. It, it just kind of it was a cute little thing for me. Uh but yeah, it then goes back and forth and yeah. back and forth. Well, the brothers and, and are just crucified and, and Thor blasts uh, Gore into outer space. So he, he they buy themselves a little bit of time and Thor gets himself off of this thing. Uh, he calls yeah. his, his hammer back down to the fight and has it grab a sword on his way down as well. So he, he's double armed now. He's trying to talk Loki into helping him out, and Loki's kind of just yeah. That's the big thing. Him. Loki's just laughing at him and not doing it. And and I I did you know where I'm going to come in and say what I did like, even though it's a lot of yakety yak. I did like some of the talk between you know Loki and Thor, but that's because those are the characters that that I know, and yeah. that's the connection that I have. Is well, them. gorgeous and keeps repeating the same stuff too. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. he says the same thing in circles throughout the. The entire, you know, two issues he's been in so far. So it's almost yeah. like, I, I don't know how long this series is supposed to last. I think it's just a mini series in and of itself yeah. as well. But, um, I don't find uh, gore. Yeah, I dealt with him for, tw- you know, 25 issues of the earlier run to be, to be interesting enough to have another six issue run here where he's just going to bounce Thor around for a while and toy with him until Thor ends up coming back and killing him. It's, it's just yeah, kind of feels like what's and happening. It's, it's funny too. There's some things and even uh, when me and Aaron tried to talk about Marauders where he's a little upset as we go on with this Hickman X-Men of the idea that he put in a lot of, you know, time and effort and money into these other X-Men books. What, what he said in particular is he realizes now that that death of Wolverine means nothing because he even died then in this x-men run of hickman very early and then it's just resurrected so the idea of the death and resurrection of wolverine just meant nothing and as you're talking it just makes me kind of laugh because you know you have gore show up and all that stuff you dealt with before gore even says you know what we we tangled and i had all these problems and you know i had to face you all the time and really all I had to do was wait. Everybody yeah. else died. Like all these people that I wanted to kill, they died on their own. Like these gods just ended up dying. I should have just waited. All that other stuff was nonsense. And now I'm here. And yeah, it's just one of those. Again, it, it's kind of where we kind of ended a little bit with um, the Hulk, the Immortal Hulk deal, where it almost seems like this book is just going to be the basis of it's either, you know, the fight for the universe. It, you know, if Gore wins, he just wants to bring it all down. And it's yeah. almost all down now. So it's, it's uh, almost it the idea that it's in a very nullish way, too, with all this blackness surrounding the two yeah. brothers and them being yeah. drowned in the black. And 
Yeah, and that's he just wants to bring it all down, turn it into you know complete blackness like that, and it, it's he it's almost done anyway. I mean, that's you don't have much left in this universe, even as they go. But it, it's very you know not that it's narration because a lot of this there is narration, but a lot of it is talking. Uh, but but to me, it just again it's one of those issues where it just feels like I'm being told something. I, I'm not enjoying the ride because it's more of really. me. Yeah. yeah, it's more of me being told what's going on than experience. Even though, you know, you have some, you know, action, but the action even is just, you know, just back and forth, back and forth. So I really couldn't dig it uh, as much as what I was promised. And that's like I said, a lot of people are listening and, and angry right now because they're the ones who told me to read this. And it just, it bored me. It, it really did. And yeah, in great. a week where I've been catching up and so are you with these other books, I, I realize, and, and as we go on with this podcast, by now, if you've listened to it for a while, it, you kind of will end up like, oh, there's a Brandon book or, oh, there's a Jim book. <laughs> and yeah, I'm telling you, everybody should be know that this would not be a Jim book. I actually, I'm here for the fun. I like the fun. I mean, just the idea that somebody can sit here and say, he gave Punisher Kill Crew a nine, a nine. And then this King Thor, which is a fancier book, I'm not going to give anywhere near that, just shows you it's just what I like and what I don't like. And I just, I don't know. This is why when everybody, everybody messaged me, oh man, isn't it awesome that Donnie Cates is going to be on Thor? And I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot. But I just, I have not read really a Thor that I really, have a really tough time enjoy. with the character. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And then uh, again, I you want me to some trigger. Thor I enjoy, but yeah, this you is... like Thor. When we yeah. started out this podcast, it was one of the books that I, you know, you pretty much said to me, I'm down with Thor because I've been reading it all that time. I'm like, all right. They're like, that's good. And I started reading it and uh, you, I'll trigger some people. My favorite Thor is Jane Foster. And that's the one that I actually really did enjoy. And that's the only one I read. So when all of a sudden I hear Jane Foster, like at the beginning of this series and stuff, oh, all right. Uh, but yeah, just actual Thor, and especially since Fresh Start. I, I haven't been really into and uh, you know, war of the realms. I liked, uh, and I'm just saying Jason Aaron in general, and I've been up and down with Avengers, but I think this book is just not meant for me. Uh, I know that at first the, the art I do like, but it, it's washed out a bit, but I think that's on purpose. Um, but the art, and the story, it just kind of combines to, again, not really excite me. It's, it's not one of those where I'm looking at it. There's some cool visuals, but they're not exciting to me because, first off, I'm so concentrated on reading all the million word bubbles that I can't yeah. even really concentrate on the art anyway. And then it's, it gets darker and darker as you go on purpose. Um, but, yeah, it's what it is. Uh, what would you give this? Yeah, I would give it a 6.8. I mean, I, I have – just connections to the series and the villains yeah. in the past. So I, I enjoyed uh, Gore's appearance initially, but his his dialogue and his text and what he kept saying is, it's just very cryptic. It was annoying me. And then it was a lot of the same thing over and over and over again. So I don't know if you're going to give me a Thor finale to a long run. I just like some, something more definitive. And I think he's trying to do that by bringing one of the initial villains back that, that he did a long form story with at, at the start of his run. But I don't know. I, I never found him to be that interesting to begin with. So 
to bring them back and and end things is just it's not what gets me excited to, to say goodbye to to jason aaron and thor i guess yeah yeah I, i'm with you uh but i'm gonna go lower i'm a five and it is that certain type of five i i pretty much say but that's a personal deal uh and again, you know, I'm not saying to anybody that they shouldn't like this. And I hope that they don't yell at me because I don't like getting yelled <laughs> at. But it's just it's another one of those books that are just not for me. Uh, this happens at, at DC a lot as well. Uh, unfortunately, at DC, we have that stupid rule that we have to talk about almost every book. And then I have to slog through them all the time. But yeah, this just it, it, it seems to not be for somebody like me that just came into this now. It, it's, you know, time up his stuff before he leaves Thor completely and that's cool for people who have been reading it but you know I feel left out a little but that's it that is it for the podcast and there you go laugh. you make me laugh <laughs> Brandon and uh thanks everybody like I said I- I'm sorry that we didn't get to talk Marauders here it was planned out we actually had you know a whole outline that we had to kind of twist and turn to change around and that's that. But we have some some interesting books next week. Is that, that's what I'll call them. Interesting, right? I, I do think. We'll see, I haven't even I, seen the lineup yet. Yeah, well, I, I think that you are set to uh, review something. Red I think you Goblin, have two books. Just, well, you have Red Goblin I gave it, you. Yeah. Uh, but you have another book as well. I know that Savage Avengers has that annual. And that's a book that we kind of have fallen less in love with as we've gone on. Um, But yeah, there's, you know, always a bunch of books. Marvel has so many books that come out that it is kind of hard to even keep track half the time the way they go. Yeah. I, 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 DC has so little that comes out each week and next week, DC, it is an annuals week. So you have even less coming out and Marvel doesn't play that. They, they don't care, you know, hooey. If you have an extra week in the month, Manual week. Well, I'll tell you some of the things that that'll be coming out just to tell you. We do have the end of Superior Spider-Man. So that will end and we'll see yeah, what happens with Doc Ock, which I'm looking forward to, though. I think it's just going to reset him back to, uh, you know, what he was and just a bad guy. We have Venom 19. So that's pretty cool. We have Red Goblin, Red Death is what it was called. Uh, Marvel Zombies starts off up again uh, next week. And I'm looking, I'm using this out of the poll on the Patreon for the spotlight. And wouldn't you think that Marvel Zombies would be something that would be picked for a spotlight? Yeah, I would definitely I do, think it ran But away I actually it. think that there's a weird deal now because there's a lot of people now that do read both marvel and dc and i think marvel zombies coming out you know right as contagion is ending and then deceased over at dc you end up like really like more zombies i don't care how you twist and turn what kind of zombies they are it's a lot of zombies uh books coming out uh you have a doctor strange annual contagion ends uh excalibur is the uh x book we have fantastic four grand design is finally going to come out and that was delayed uh, a fair amount of time and i worry about that i actually uh, i'm a huge fan of ed pisker and him doing the x-men grand design this is not him so yeah. i'm a little worried about that we have friendly neighborhood spider-man so we'll probably talk about that i've caught up on that and uh, that's about all i have written here but obviously there's a bunch of other things coming out that we don't necessarily talk about all the time so a bunch of things coming out uh right now if you wanted to know at the 
uh, Patreon spotlight right now it would be Excalibur and Fantastic Four Grand Design. And uh, that would be uh, – Grand Design is one of those I, – I actually – hemmed and hauled if i should put it on the poll because it's one of those books that isn't the greatest thing to talk about it's long and it's just it's a lot of detail and stuff if it is like the x-men grand design but boy i love that book so i I don't mind but yeah that's enough that's talking shop but yeah everybody if you want to go and listen to our patreon stuff patreon.com slash weird science we also have our website weird science marvel comics.com we also are on twitter ws marvel comics you follow us we will follow you back and you can ask me questions and and all that brandon hasn't had a lot of time to check in sometimes he used to check in and answer some stuff as well but he He's been busy. And uh, yeah, and wherever you listen to this podcast, if you like it, you can rate and review it. But again, we're not going to force anybody to do that. We're not twisting arms here. But that is the end of the show. Thanks, everybody. Just one last time. Next week, me and Brand, or me and Double A Ron will be talking at least Marauders. We'll see what else X book we'll talk about but that'll be what we'll do next week along with all the other books so thanks everybody and talk to you later later